This week on the Good Game, Bad Game podcast, we will be talking all about the Xbox Series X and S release, hype and expectations for the PlayStation release, and discussing Apple's new OS alongside Mike's Watchdogs Stadia review. Mike, hit us with that theme song. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I don't know if that was just me, but it came, I don't I don't know if this is how it actually sounded or if it's just how it how it sounded like on my end, but it sounded like so choppy. Did it sound really bad? No, I, it didn't sound bad. It just sounded like it like was cutting in and out. Yeah, I um I was trying to mess around with it before we started, before uh-huh. I called you because i think it's the like noise cancellation through discord oh. and i think since it's not picking it up as a voice um yeah, but i already made it to it so maybe i'll just post it on twitter later maybe i'll i'll uh i'll record it and post it on twitter yeah no i like that it also if you what? just send it to me i can always cut it in okay N- not necessarily for this one but going forward since that's now our new theme song congratulations it's, it's a start it's a start to the new theme song and there's a <laughs> hidden message in there because it was well approximately because i lost track while i was playing two g chords uh-huh followed oh. by a b chord followed by a g chord that's fucking brilliant so if our podcast were a song that's what it would have sounded like and i thought it sounded great that is so f- that is uh, okay all right literally fuck you (laughs) (laughs) i told you you created a monster that's a i literally so i for those of you listening since mike and i are dancing around this i sent mike (laughs) a challenge for uh to create the intro song i created a, a fantastic literally there has never been a better podcast intro song uh i created uh for uh shelby and i we have a podcast that we do uh, called what's happening and like two seconds before recording our newest episode i wrote a quick theme song and i thought it was incredible so i made mike listen to it and then i told him that he now has to make one that is as good if not better and mike's chatting shit saying like uh i i'm not gonna be able to do it oh uh, i'm ringo oh uh, <laughs> i have i have no what did you say you have musical instruments but no musical talent or something like that yeah that's incredible yeah. that was genius like i hate you for that <laughs> it was it was pretty um well here's why i'm gonna say it was amazing because i haven't played guitar consistently in probably somewhere between three and five years mm-hmm. um so my acoustic guitar uh was wildly like the strings i bought new strings for it a couple months ago i just haven't gotten around to restring it because i almost never play it um so the strings are really old which i i don't know if you can tell if you end up just dubbing it in Mm -hmm. i don't know it it might sound a little tinny but it's just because i'm using like four-year-old strings (laughs) also i don't want to brag but i literally just caught a fly that's been flying around my office all day okay so you're not only writing a new hit song new hit intro song but you also are 
a, a, a black belt in catching flies. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm very talented. But um, <laughs> anyway, so it sounds like shit, which is almost kind of part of it. Um, at least that's how I'm pitching it. I am basically like most bands that have come out in the past three years. Oh, nice. Good, good dig. Um, but yeah, I haven't played guitar in forever. And when I did play guitar, I sucked at playing B chords. There's just something about it. Like I just can't get my fingers to move the way that they need to, to play it. Mm-hmm. So I literally practiced during my whole lunch today. Oh my God. To figure out how to do it. And then like also transition from a G chord, which wasn't easy. Uh so that's that's our the first look at the new GGBG podcast theme song. I am so genuinely impressed. I can't even. I I don't even know what to say. I have no words. Um, wow, that was really awesome. <laughs> that was so cool. Um, all right, enough uh, jerking you off for writing a great song. Great song, great song podcast. No bad songs here. <laughs> The GG, or wait, the, wow, never mind. <laughs> uh, how how was your past week with video games? Or do you want to wait because you have a story? Do you think I do have I do have a story? Um, a relatively uh like recent story, like within the past um what time is it? <laughs> twenty within minutes. Within the past twenty minutes story. <laughs> we'll say half an hour. It's been a little bit long. Yeah. Um, do you want me to start with that, or do you want me to talk about my weekend gaming? I guess talk about your weekend gaming. I'll then do mine, and then you can you can tell your story to lead into like the Xbox, uh, like Series X orders, and you know, and we can get we can get into the the next gen releases this week. So my week kind of weird. I didn't think about it until now. I think I only played Stadia this week. Okay. I know we mentioned last week that. Um, I was going to get it for Stadia, and that was going to be like the first game I've gotten that I really want to play that I am getting first on Stadia. Um, and then I also, they did a deal where Far Cry 5, we're on 5 now, right? Yeah, yep. Okay, yeah, Far Cry 5, Skyrim 6, that's right. That's <laughs> um... <laughs> um I played that for a bit on mm-hmm. Stadia. Um, that was that was fine. I mostly just got it because it was there, and I liked the idea of Far Cry Five, like the the the, the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's just something about the Far Cry games, and I, I when we were talking about this, it just feels so stiff to me. So I'll probably play it. But I did get Watch Dogs, and mm-hmm. that's what I've been playing most of the week. And if we have time, I can talk about my experience with that and how that went um but that's pretty much been my week i don't think i played any other console this week holy crap you're really just gearing up for the future of gaming (laughs) guess what we're talking about the cloud again (laughs) no (laughs) um i love real quick I love how we're now making the joke Skyrim 6 because it's just like extra wrong. <laughs> like it does like that if that particularly if that's what somebody like calls it is so off that it's like extra funny to me because like if they call it <laughs> if they call it Skyrim 2 like it's like yeah I can understand like not 
you know, realizing, you know, where, where we're at in like the, the games and everything, but to call mm-hmm. it Skyrim six, to know that it was elder scrolls five Skyrim <laughs> and then to call it Skyrim six is just so funny to me. Like to imagine somebody like actually thinking that's what it is, is like, I don't know why that just, that really gets me. Um, this week in gaming for me, uh, you know, was just, you know, incredible. Nobody has gained more legal platinum trophies than I have (laughs) in this past week. Um, I think last week I said that I was jumping back into Wolfenstein. Uh, I don't think I talked about, I I think I got the Wolfenstein Platinum this week. I can't remember if it was last week. No, you you said, I think you said last, uh, see now I can't remember if this is a conversation we've had outside of the podcast (laughs) or in the podcast, but you definitely told me this week or sometime within the past week that you got the Platinum and I think it was on the podcast. Are you sure you didn't see my tweet about it? I really thought we talked about it. Maybe we did. I know. Because that's one of the few Bethesda games that I actually liked. I knew we were talking about. Well, regardless, I just got that recently. Maybe I got it by by last week. I knew I had brought up that I was jumping back into it. Um, Could be. I'm often wrong. So. Right. Right. You are. No, wrong. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Thank you. Um. So that, um, wow, now I'm like thrown off and can't remember what else I've done. Oh, I've, I've continued playing Days Gone and I started up uh, Last of Us 2 again because we were talking about it. And so I started playing that again and like I'm like running through it. There's uh, game modifiers. I don't know if you knew this, um, but like I, I don't know if they're uh, they may not be available to you until after you like have played the game once. Um, but there's like these modifiers that, um, like one shot kills, one hit kills, like with melee weapons. Um, wow. I'm like forgetting what else there is, but there, there's some other stuff too. Oh, like unlimited resources, unlimited, uh, like ammo, hmm. things like that. Um, and since like, I'm going back through and like getting like the collectibles and stuff and like, you know, I'm not really like, I, I played the game on like normal difficulty or whatever the the different variations are for that game i I had done that already um like during the first playthrough and now that i'm playing on like new game plus because you have to carry over where you're at with um like your perks or whatever your upgrades and stuff like that um i'm really just trying to like basically cruise through the game right now and just like re like replay it but like get everything essentially and like even though i'm flying through it because i'm playing on like the easiest difficulty i have all these modifiers on and everything it's still (laughs) dude it is still so much fun and i would i would honestly highly recommend that somebody do that like especially just to like go back and get the collectibles because one you're getting more story out of it you know anything any notes and stuff that you like didn't pick up you like don't realize that like some of these actually like just like give more story and background and stuff it's so enjoyable and like honestly just being back in the world just like feels so good and like i'm just remembering parts and like all this other stuff it's so much fun it's such a good game holy crap so even if you use the modifiers you can still get trophies because i know like some games if you Mm -hmm. use modifiers or cheats or anything okay that's cool yeah no it's it's all been working yeah and it's like like, god no 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 no. Uh, all i was gonna say is like the like the big thing is like you know, it's not like any of like the enemies are really hard, like shamblers and stuff like that. They're they're not that bad. But the fact that like I drop in and like I'm in an area and like all of a sudden there's a shambler and I can literally just fire one shot at it 
and it's done is just like it's so nice honestly again because i'm i'm exploring more than anything like i'm playing on exploration mode is what i would call it you're playing on uh peaceful or whatever the lowest difficulty is and you have like very little to worry about outside of walking around and exploring and it's honestly it's damn near perfect way to play that game again like i would recommend playing on normal you know your first time through but to go back and like re-experience stuff and all that it's it's perfect that's good to know um i definitely that was definitely a game that i think i wanted to go back and try to get the platinum in Mm -hmm. um but having just beaten it i think you get a little bit of fatigue oh for sure like you want to take a little bit of a break but if it's something that's easy and like i know i can like justine and i are watching all the event the marvel movies in order okay on in our evenings um so like if i know i can play it and not really pay attention to it but just try to grind and get some of the collectibles that's basically what i've been doing yep yeah that that would be fun yeah it is honestly though i i would give it a little bit of time um because you know it's there and you know you're going to be able to go back and do it relatively easily um and whatnot i would honestly set it on on the back burner and then like that way you give yourself some time away from it because you know taking the time off and then us talking about it last week like reminded me of things but then like actually being back in and doing it all is like is so great so that that would be my personal thing but yeah it's it's super easy to like just go back and like it's a game that i can't wait to platinum and knowing that it's probably coming out for ps5 and i'm guessing i don't know it's so hard to gauge sony sometimes but i'm guessing you can transfer save progress I would assume if it's as long as it's not like The Last of Us 2 remastered and it's like a different game technically. But if it's like The Last of Us Part 2 PS4 like just up like upped and like or whatever, you know what I mean? Upscale, yeah. Like then I think yeah, it would cuz I mean that's how everything else is working, right? Well, or no. Y- yeah, I guess. No, I guess I'm thinking of uh Spider-Man because wasn't there some pushback? Didn't Sony say like you couldn't transfer your save data from PS4? And yeah, because I think it's technically. Recently... Go ahead. Oh, well, Insomniac recently came back to like we hear you. Like yeah, you can transfer your game save. Oh, I see. That would have been an instance where I would have thought you wouldn't have been able to because it's literally a remastered. It it seems like it's a different game, but maybe maybe not. Yeah, I'm not. Sony's I'm such a stick in the mud. Let me tell you. It's been frustrating, like, you know, with some of the stuff we've talked about, like the back and forth with the storage and like hearing this week, mm-hmm. you can't actually put PS5 games on external storage, like, yeah, and, nervous. and you can't even like upgrade your storage right out of the box. That's what I was going to talk about. This is perfect. Let's let's jump right into our our first topic, uh, the the next gen releases. Yeah, that was a huge thing you, out of the box. You aren't going to be able to upgrade the internal storage, right? Um, they yeah. have they have that slot that they showed um, that I guess you the, the console won't like have access to read off of that uh, until like a later f- uh, software update is mm. is what is what we have to wait on um, and yeah and then like you said uh, we found out uh, which sucks this is this is really shitty and this is how the PS4 was I think. Um, but at launch, you aren't going to be able to put games on uh, external hard drive, which you can do on the PS4 now, correct? 
Yeah, I have most of my games. Like my my internal drive has been full for years, mm-hmm. and I just bought a two terabyte external drive, and that's where most of my new games go. Depending, like one, if I know I'm going to be traveling and there's a game that I want on my PS4, I just move it over to my hard drive and move something else off. Or if there's a game like um, like The Last of Us, I think I just put right on the console. Uh-huh. Um, what kind of some like the less less expendable games? Um, I don't know if that applies to PS4 games. I I didn't. I don't think I read that anywhere. You mm. just can't save PS5 games to external hard drives. I think, and I will need to be fact checked on this. I think you can still save PS4 games to an external drive and play those on the PS5. Okay, that's interesting. At least that that's like I would consider that at least a positive. It, but you know for how doom and gloom it originally seemed if you can do that at the very least okay it's still shit in my opinion but yeah and when if you do that i mean you lose some of the fast loading i'm sure it's still faster than a ps4 mm-hmm. to load or just by default um especially if you're using a a solid state or um a hard drive like mine's an, an actual external laptop hard drive right if you use an external solid state you'll obviously see some performance boost there um hmm. but yeah uh it, it it's tricky and i guess especially since like i don't know this is just my view of it for the first year that this generation is out it's probably going to be people just playing the last generation games upscale yeah that's going to be a good portion of it i i will say that sony does they are offering a lot of new games at least mm-hmm. which is huge um you know, a lot of people, for what it's worth, it's still a great value in my opinion. But a lot of people have kind of like touted the Xbox Series X and S as, you know, you can buy this. And basically, yeah, you have access to more games at launch than ever before. But they're back catalog games. They're, they're you know, previous generation games. You're, you're getting that access because of Game Pass or whatever. Um, again... Still a great value. I'd still, I'm not saying that it's not worth it, but uh, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, both consoles, you know, you're still going to just be working through a lot of your uh, old games for now. Um, you know, Sony put the whole PlayStation Plus collection, which is, you know, what, 20 games from this past generation that basically they, they thought summed up this generation for, for uh, PlayStation, for the PS4. Those are all games that have been out, you know? So... Uh, that's basically what what we're looking at. Um, so, and I don't know how much like me personally. I don't think I'm that upset about it. Um, I I do think I think uh, Microsoft has to be careful because, like you said, Sony is putting out new first party games. Pretty um, close to launch too, but I mean right. Xbox has announced games that they are working on i think the big thing that really sucks for xbox and it's the only thing people seem to be talking about and holding on to is the fact that halo isn't ready for it and everybody thought it was going to be ready for it and it's not and i think that's what's hurting them a little bit um but yeah i mean overall i still think it's you know i certainly think it's worth picking up at launch if if you're you know looking to get into the next generation of of gaming uh and you know you have to pick between the two if you're unsure um i certainly don't think you're making a bad decision either way um right 
you know, each one's going to have their pluses and whatnot. Uh, another interesting thing, uh, you know, before we, we talk about how the Xbox launch actually went, um, they, they did a, a, a race between the two and the Xbox is actually faster than the PS5, uh, in loading up games. They, they, they did some tests, um, and like for, for most games, it was like really close, um, mm-hmm. and it like eked out, but there were a couple apparently that like the Xbox was by and far like faster, um, which is super interesting because I feel like the entire narrative this entire time has been like, well, Sony's got the speed, um, right. Xbox has the performance, like the, the, um, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, uh, like the hardware behind it is, is right. much better essentially. Um, so I thought that was super interesting because then that means, um, well, they also they also have the speed. Like, yeah, Sony's all about the speed, but they're not even delivering better speed technically. Um, so that's that's interesting. That being said, this could be one of those things where uh, I, I would assume you know, uh, uh, exclusive games are going to be able to really take advantage of what the other presents. Um, so you know, when it's just talking about load times, you know, sure. The Xbox may be faster, but when it comes to other types of speeds between, I don't know, I don't even know, but you know, there could be those types of intricacies, but I did find that very interesting since again, that's basically been the narrative. Yeah. I do think, um, I think Sony posted it. Maybe I saw it on their uh, Twitter or their Instagram. They posted a list of games that like at launch or near launch that fully take advantage of like the architecture. Mm-hmm. And they were, if I remember correctly, all first-party games, like Sony computer, right. Sony Studios games. So it's probably just that, yeah. Well, I was going to say the Xbox has the, the better hardware, but it's been my interpretation that Sony has the better SSD architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be that when developers are developing games for sony i mean maybe it's a pain in the ass exactly maybe, that's kind of what i was getting at maybe for some reason it's harder to develop games that you, that integrate the speed of the ssd um and how it interacts with the the um, apu uh-huh. um, maybe they just make it harder and so like first party games i'm sure sony's like you need to like this is a showcase mm-hmm. you know what i mean well, that's that's so, like that's every every single you know where you had to like shake the Dual Shock, right? The like all those annoying things. Like, in what other game do you have to do that other than like? And then then it, then you're playing you know a game where your flashlight's going out and it's like shake and you're like oh that's right this is a Sony exclusive as you're right. standing there, you know air masturbating. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely flashlight strapped to your chest. <laughs> that's definitely how. Uh, Sony's always been. And that's kind of something that I think we touched on, um, you know, with the fact that these are two different consoles, you know, we may run into these instances where, you know, to make a game that works for both, you're not going to be able to take advantage fully of either, right? Um, And, you know, the further apart they get in, you know, specs and everything and uh, overall hardware could draw a line between mm-hmm. how how you create and stuff um so yeah i mean first party games are always going to be the ones that that run the best um theoretically they should be the ones that run the best so 
Um, okay. Before we get into Xbox release, I found that Insomniac tweet. Uh-huh. And it says, and it, it's actually kind of funny, they tweeted it and then immediately retweeted it, which, um, you know, total boomer move. But. I retweet all my tweets. <laughs> it says, we've heard you in an upcoming update for Spider-Man PS4, we will add the ability to export your save to Marvel Spider-Man Remastered. This update will also add uh, three three new suits from Remastered, but whatever. Updates coming around Thanksgiving. So it sounds like, and I don't think I knew this, that they are remastering the PS4 Spider-Man game for PS5. Yeah, it's a part of the it's a part of the bundle. Like you can, if you if you, um, what the mile the Miles Morales is it's fifty it's a fifty dollar game, but if you pay yeah. seventy, you get Spider-Man PS4 on the PS5. Oh, okay. I think I missed that. Yeah. And so like, but if you pay, if you pay, it's only $40 on the PS4. So then if you end up upgrading it to the PS5, you have to pay $30 to get, I forget that. I forget. I forget the whole pricing. This is going to be a really confusing, uh, like time period as we have these like games that are releasing on both yeah um and like are releasing understanding that like you may not be able to get the next console right away so like they're going to give these pathways because as soon as one person said they were going to do it pretty much everybody had to um or else you would have to look like or else you would look like a a complete asshat um yeah yeah this is gonna be a lot this is gonna be frustrating for this generation frankly but yeah, I, especially again, especially if you don't get your hands on. If you get your hands on one right away, you know, odds are you're just going to be buying those games for the next gen console. You're not going to really have to worry about that. The only thing you're going to have to worry about is paying the extra ten dollars up front. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but that's just going to be integrated into the price from here on out. That's just going to be the new norm. Um, but yeah, so the we're recording this on Wednesday, in between the two consoles releasing. So the Series X released yesterday. Uh, and then the PS5 is releasing as of recording this tomorrow. But if you're listening to this on the day that this comes out, the PS5 is out. It's, you know, orders are happening and everything. So if you're listening to this, it's probably too little too late. Um, I was going to say, I would probably say that orders have happened. <laughs> well, it depends because uh, Walmart has like set times that they're setting up. Oh, orders. yeah, that's right. And I normally set this to come out at like 7 a.m. So, hey, if you're uh, early B, uh, G, uh, fuck <laughs> ggbg listener (laughs) um yeah then maybe you can take advantage but uh but yeah so orders are happening um but basically we're gonna based on how the series x went um mike you tried to to order one i did not um if i'm gonna get one i'm gonna get uh, a xbox down the road but kind of take us through what it was like what were you seeing you know was it super hard uh were people for the most part having luck do scalpers suck? Take the floor. I, as I said in the last podcast, wasn't going to try um, all that hard to get my hands on really either console. If the opportunity presented itself, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like 11.30 before a launch day. So I guess Monday. <clears throat> and I thought about it. I thought about staying up and I was still on the fence. Um, so I decided I'm going to go to bed. If I wake up in the morning and they're available, I'll get one. Um, 
my other stipulation was I was really only looking to get it from the Microsoft store because I had a $200 credit. Right. Well, not for it specifically. I had a $200 credit on my Microsoft account. Yeah. Um, so I got up. Uh, of course, everything said sold out. Um, I got up a little bit early so I could sit on the computer before work and just, you know, keep an eye on different sites. I had Walmart. I had Best Buy up for a little bit. Um, but from what I read online, they basically sold out their stock and then that was it. They weren't holding any stock mm-hmm. to like release throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I basically just watched the Xbox site all day. And if you would keep refreshing, which was basically the story of the whole day, <laughs> um, every now and then it would go from out of order to like add to, uh, maybe it was checkout. I think it was checkout. Mm-hmm. And you could add it to your cart. And I got one in my car almost right away. I was like, wow, this is surprisingly easy. Like, they must just have understated their their stock. And logged into my Microsoft account, didn't have to do payment information, and hit place order. And you just get an error message. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, shit. I... And it gave me an order number. It just didn't, it just didn't actually place the order. Um, and it just said, try again later. So I got on chat, and I gave them my order number. And they're like, was this for an Xbox? Um, and I was like, yeah. And they said, okay, well, if you're getting that error, you're just, we're just out of stock. Um, and obviously, I knew what answer I was going to get, but I asked if they knew when uh, there was going to be a restock, and they basically just say no. Right. Um, so I was reading, oh, I forget what website it was. I think it was Tech Radar. They were doing like an up-to-date, like here's where you can still get it. And I kept saying with Microsoft, like just keep refreshing because the stock was just kind of coming in throughout the day. And so I was doing that and I kept getting like checkout, able to get it into my cart and was still getting that error. Um, I just tried that throughout the day. Eventually um, got to the end of the day and I was like, I'm not going to sit in front of my computer all night and, and, and try this. Right. Uh, so I gave up on it, uh, and then came back today again, got up early. Everything was out of stock. Tech radar still said that like, if you refresh, it was coming in and it would out on the Microsoft site and it would, but again, same story. <laughs> uh, and then it got to the point too, where I was, uh, I basically just had twitter up all day and just trying to like keep an eye on microsoft like see if they put out an official we're out of stock like mm-hmm. we hope to have more in 2021 since that's what it sounded like it was going to be basically they have limited stock for the rest of the year and then 2021 they hopefully ramp up production um and i i had to i had to cut that out real quick so i just couldn't stand i was i think i was messaging you i was just getting so frustrated with the people because there's people like on the xbox post bragging that they got four of them yep and then showing their ebay accounts and that they sold whether or not these posts were real for them specifically you know that can be debated but you know people are doing it and they're selling it for a thousand two thousand dollars like i saw one for five jesus and it's like, that's, that's that's shitty it's it's i get it I, and 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 i said this to you like i'm i don't hate capitalism but <laughs> 
it's just it's so advantageous and then you know you, you made the the perfect point that look what happened with toilet paper right uh it's just it's just shitty and you know that the people like that are enabling it I, i'm assuming uh, this is like the picture i see in my head obviously there could be a whole group a uh, different group of people that are buying these thousand dollar xboxes off ebay and just making these stupid people money but like in my head it's like man there's these kids that like really wanted this xbox and like with given like what's happened throughout the year um you know it just really would have kind of turned things around for them Mm -hmm. if their family had the ability to get it in the first place and I, I imagine it was probably just a lot of parents that were like, man, I can't mess up Christmas this year because who knows how long we're going to, the world's going to be like this. Yep. Video games have been such a good escape. Like, yeah, the world's been so shitty this year, but video games really have kind of been a shining light, I think, for a lot of people. Right. Um. So I don't want to stay on my soapbox for too long, but it's just really shitty. I mean, you can think of some of the scenarios like that one and maybe I'm overstating it, but I really don't think I am. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of said to you, I was like, you know, kind of shame on these people for enabling it and like, you know, and, and willingly paying that thousand dollars. But I I do understand where you're coming from. Like you do paint a perfect picture of the person who would do that. Um, you know, it's not necessarily just somebody who's like, well, what's a thousand dollars? It's people who, like you said, don't want to mess up Christmas, you know, as important as it is to to some, um, you know, and it's just it, it sucks, though, because I was kind of saying earlier to to you and, and to Shelby, like, it, you know, in a perfect world, we would all just say, you know, fuck you guys. Um, congrats on landing seven Xbox Series X that cost you thirty five hundred four thousand dollars, we'll say. Um so good job, good on you. Um, nobody's gonna buy that from you, and you know you're gonna actually have to end up selling it for a loss because what the fuck are you going to do with seven Xboxes? That's a perfect world. It's never gonna happen. But like, could you just imagine? Like, if if we could all just get together and work together and say like, no, it's five hundred dollars. I'm gonna pay five hundred dollars for it, or we all because it, eventually it's gonna be there, right? Um, but yeah, it's just like because people will pay it. Then when new ones come in stock, people are there to quickly pick them up because they know they can flip them again. It's just so shitty. Yeah, and I guess this is what I'd say to like people who are considering buying from them. Like, I know it's hard. Like, I know this is something that we've been looking forward to. Like, one of the very few things we could have looked forward to this year. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's hard to not get it right away. It's It's a cool thing to have. It's... It's it's interesting. I think video game systems more than really any other device because they don't get upgraded every year are such like a paradigm shift for technology. I mean, you look at like the Xbox event in, in cities across the world; they had huge events. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't really see that for like the iPhones anymore because it's expected. But when a new console comes out, like it's this huge event, it's this huge cultural shift, right? Um, but. I don't know. My philosophy is if you if you can't if you can't get one for the standard price, there's gonna be more. You might not get it till next year, but there are still other great games that are out right now. Like the last generation, like you're you're not 
really missing out a ton at this point mm-hmm. if you're still playing like PS4 and Xbox One games because they're still really good. Um, and I understand that, like there's pressure. Like I remember being younger and like having a new console is kind of like a status symbol kind of thing for some people. Right. Um, that's just a crock of shit. Like if you, <laughs> it doesn't, it, you're not going to be any more or less cool. If you, um, are able to get the new console, it's certainly not worth paying double or triple or quadruple the price to have that. status. Right. right. You'll, you'll, you'll get it. Um, so I just, I, I hope that people you... see through this and we can all just kind of step forward and say, off to these people yeah when uh when when you go to your zoom class um and before the teacher starts talking and and johnny's telling you about how he just got the new ps5 and you tell him oh i wasn't able to get it and he says oh well just you know i saw one on ebay just pay three thousand dollars for it you can tell him you are woke and cooler than him because yeah you're not going to give in to tech terrorists i said it I said it, you know? So, uh, you know, I said what I said. I meant what I said. And, uh, you know, I, I don't... Uh, I condemn the actions of these people. Yeah, so... We saw a lot of it with Xbox. <laughs> I hope we don't see it with PS5. Here's the problem. I think... I could be wrong about this. I know we had talked about it before, but for some reason, it just seems like, I don't know if the numbers are tighter with PlayStation potentially, but it seems like there's too much hype compared to number of units from at this point, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that's how it's, that's how it has seemed. Again, I have, I have no, nothing to back that up other than probably the bias outlets that I get my like information and news from essentially so what i'm seeing because i'm more integrated into the sony ecosystem and stuff you know i may just be seeing more of that uh from my own like subconscious i'm like shifting from the people who are crying about not being able to get the series x and everything and i'm not even paying attention to that and i only see the people because i i relate to those people because i also haven't been able to get a ps5 so i'm crying about that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that could be that could be why i'm seeing that but that's how it seems to me and you know, uh, again, it's just new tech. Like, you know what's going to happen. Um, you know, I hope, I pray that everybody who wants a PS5 tomorrow, um, provided that there's just stock and that there's no, uh, you know, mistreatment of the systems, I hope that everybody who wants one gets one. You know, if they were just too slow, you know, so be it. But, you know, if everybody has a fair shake, you know, and all things considered, I hope everybody gets one. But I think realistically, we know that's not going to be the case, without a doubt. Yeah, I think it's going to be the same thing. I think you're going to have to be on it midnight. Uh, you're going to, I think your your best bet is if you're buying from Walmart or Target or GameStop, have an account set up so all your payment information Always. is there. And you just don't have to deal with that. You can click add to cart, check out be done with it um i think if you wait until the morning i mean you're not i think you're going to be in trouble it was my interpretation that sony is having less stock from what i was reading right it seemed like with like the um ps5 pre-orders like it seemed like if you weren't on there and 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 ready to go or if you didn't get the email 
um, that basically guaranteed you one, uh, you were in trouble. Whereas like Xbox, I think you could have, I, I was trying to remember now, I, I can't think of when I went on to look at Xbox pre-orders, but I think like when I woke up, you could have gotten it. I think it took until like noon Eastern time to be like, nope, we're done. No, hmm. more. sorry. But we'll see. So what was the final outcome? Did, did like, did you land one? Did you, did you land a big kahuna? I did not until like an hour ago. Well, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. So, you know how I told you, like I was able to get it in my cart. Right. The yesterday or, or, or Tuesday launch day, but it wouldn't go through. Yeah. I was, I found this forum and they said, if you just spam the hell out of the place order button, you have a chance of it eventually going through. Okay. Um, Did you get charged and everything? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I got I got charged right away. So it was it was hilarious. I <laughs> oh and on this God. forum they basically said like there's a software you can get that's like an automatic clicker, which is how people are, are doing this shit. Like that's how right. it comes back in stock and then it's immediately gone it's because people did you know what people in this forum were doing, which to, to a certain point, like that's just fair play. I mean, that that's unfortunately that's the game. Um, and they they said like you can get this auto click software. I'm incredibly paranoid with technology, and like especially when it's just like a no name developer. I'm not mm-hmm. saying there's anything wrong. Like, I'm not trying to say like software developers that don't work for big companies shouldn't be trusted. Right. Um, I just, I'm not comfortable putting this third party independent software on my computer that controls my computer and clicks on. Certainly has to be a lot more cautious with those types of things. Yeah. So I had my laptop here and I was basically like, I had off to the side. I was doing things on my other computer and on my phone, whatever. And I was just like tapping it, not even really paying attention. Um, I was using my MacBook Air, which is nice because it has like the force touch trackpad. So you're not mm-hmm. actually like clicking anything. You're just tapping, so you just yeah. Get, you still get like the feedback. Um, so I was just doing that. And that clicks pretty fast since you're not actually like clicking something. Right. And I did it for like half an hour. Literally, Holy like shit. My, my, my right arm is going to be jacked. <laughs> um, uh, but you were using your left arm to click. So how's that going to look? Uh, Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so and it, it wasn't working. I went on the forum. I looked at the software. I really considered it. And I just said it's not worth that much to me. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so I'll keep trying until we have to do the podcast. So once we get to the podcast, I'll give up. Uh, I was planning on uh, staying up for the PS5 launch anyway. So we'd see. I would just let fate decide. So I'm sitting here and I was looking at my my other monitor, not even paying attention to my um, computer. And this is where it gets kind of cheesy, but also like hilarious at the same time. I have a Philips Hue bulb in my office, or it's not a Philips Hue bulb, sorry. It's a, uh, I think it's like Best Buy's like store, uh, house brand. Like, okay. Whatever. Anyway, it can like, it's one of, it's like a Philips Hue bulb. It can change a lot, it can change colors and everything. Um, 
and I was just messing around with it. Um, and I was like telling my Google home to make the office green. No shit. And as soon as it turned green, I happened to like look over at my laptop and I was just like the button I was clicking went away and it said, thanks for your order. I was like, you're joking. What a fucking dork. I was like, that's about as cheesy as it gets. That's pretty awesome. Um, I, you know, you can tell your, your kids that one day. I don't plan on it. Because <laughs> I don't plan on having kids. I'll tell my dogs about the story. Yeah, you're going to go down. You're going to be like, London, you will never believe what daddy did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's so super we'll, exciting. We'll see. I did get charged. Um, and it was nice because I had that $200 credit. Right. So I only got charged like $330 Tax. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have the confirmation i'm looking at it right now i have an order number oh, fucking god it says it says it's going to be delivered monday november 16th i'm taking it with a grain of salt because people in the forum that you know said if you get it in your cart just spam the hell out of um the place order button and it eventually will probably go through mm-hmm. some of them said the, the ones who got it to work yesterday some of them said they got emails saying that it was canceled. Interesting. So I don't know if it's a website glitch or what. Right. Um, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. This says that I'll be charged once the items ship. But like I said, it was immediate. So they must have automated because it's expedited shipping. Okay. You know, it'll, if, if, if it, I'll probably know it tonight. Because if it exists, it'll probably have to be out the door tonight. Hmm. That's um, super cool. Because... That means potentially you'll have it and be able to kind of futz around with it. And then we can talk about that next week. That'll, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm also... So I, I think I am still going to stay up for the PS5 launch tonight. Yeah. I'm going to try. Um, And if I happen to land one, I'm going to you know give it the time between like now and when I actually get one to decide... Because I don't think I would keep both of them right away. Okay. It just seems it just seems unnecessary. So I'm gonna really consider which one I'm gonna keep, and then I'll probably sell the other one. I don't really want to return it because I seem I'm sure that's gonna be a pain in the ass. I'll probably sell it or like like especially if anyone close to me didn't get one and they want one, or I'll sell it online. But I'm only gonna At sell me. it for. Well, we'll see. Maybe you'll be honest. I'm going to try. Um, yeah, that's the GGBG Messiah. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, hopefully hopefully everything goes well. There are obviously, you know, a bunch of different avenues you can take. Um, I'm certainly not going to give any uh, give away any of my tips or tricks, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Target. I'm gonna look at Target and Best Buy. <laughs> and, and I'm hoping I'm hoping Costco does it for me. That would be awesome. I, I think you have to have a Costco membership to You do, buy. yeah. So that would be pretty dope. Um all right, anything else uh on how we think it's gonna go? Any any other touching points for how the series X honestly for the most part from what I could see, like it didn't seem like there was like widespread issues like pre-ordering had at the very least. And I guess that's maybe because this is like a little more set in stone as a, as a thing, if that makes sense. But, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, like a pre-order, you know, we saw a lot of people getting their pre-orders canceled. I, I, you just said how like some people are getting, you know, their, their actual orders canceled. That can obviously still happen and, and that would be messy. But for the most part, it didn't seem like there were a ton of like, uh, uh, scary stories of like, I had it, I purchased it. And then like two seconds later, it said that I didn't actually do that. And then, you know, and then like for people who were up right at like launch, you know, at, at midnight, when that happens, mm-hmm. that's especially heartbreaking. Cause it's like in the time it took for it to go, Oh, nope, wait, you didn't. And you going back and trying to get another one, they're already gone. And that's always sad. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, um, I have one closing point. Go ahead, please. And then I guess kind of an interesting statement that we'll have to consider in the future. Um, I'll guess I'll go with this statement. Phil Spencer said that they weren't planning on... Hold on, let me, let me look at this real quick. Maybe I'm misinterpreting it. They said they don't want sales numbers to be the focus, Phil Spencer said that mm-hmm. um i don't know if that means that they're not going to release sales numbers but i thought that was an interesting move um because they're really trying to sell xbox as the brand and like you have all these different outlets to play with like xcloud and and um some mobile games and then also the consoles right um you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see especially like because investors are um um stakeholders like obviously care about sales numbers and like the direction of the business like the microsoft board of directors like probably want to see that because they'll say okay well we did so well with this why do we need to invest in cloud gaming people Mm -hmm. still want consoles so just thought that was interesting my second point is don't blow vape into your stupid consoles (laughs) (laughs) i hate you people i don't care i fight me Bring your stupid vape and your skinny ass legs and come fight me. All right, I took offense to the second part. Why was to you? Don't chat shit at people's legs. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, when you told me that, I was pretty upset. The fact, like, that was another reason I know I said earlier, like, I had to get off Twitter and like kind of go up <laughs> looking at on uh, at Xbox stuff. Just some of the stupid stuff and like people saying like this actually happened it's like you literally if, if this is your console you're literally like you have it why are you trying to make a big deal about it and i get it it's all about clout and pussy but anyway yeah um all right uh let's hey i guess we're gonna move on to uh to, to big sir um so this is where we're jumping into the tech side of things. Um, and also your your review of how Watch Dogs is working on Stadia, because these two kind of go hand in hand. I'm going to kind of let you just take the lead here. Um, but Microsoft just announced their new OS. Um, it, this also releases uh, the day that the podcast comes out, right? This, this releases on the 12th. Yes, but I'm trying to figure out if you were messing with me by saying Microsoft. Oh my god, did I say Microsoft? You did. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. I figured you were just being a troll. And I wish, I wish. Blowing into your Xbox troll. 
Yeah, so Microsoft just announced Big Sur, Apple announced Skyrim 7, and all is all is pleasant in the world. Apple, my bad. Um, I'm canceled. Get me out of here. Um, Slip up will kill you nowadays. It will. This comes out, uh, this does come out the 12th, yeah. Um, yeah, yep, tomorrow. Cool. Well, today. Yes. <laughs> God, what oh, what a terrible time! <laughs> what a terrible time for for a release. Literally on the day that we we have to like kind of like dance around it. Um, okay, go ahead, Big Sir. You excited? Does it look sexy? I I'm I'm very excited. California. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> double horns on my desk, but I just realized you couldn't see me. Um. <laughs> Sorry, that fly is apparently not dead, and now he wants me dead. He brought friends. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I'm excited. It's the first... It's Mac OS 11. We are done with Mac OS 10. Do you remember a time when it wasn't Mac OS 10? Because I don't. Uh, the last time it was Mac OS 10... Let's see. I was just... I was just starting my job as a janitor um at that college and i solved that math problem on the chalkboard and that's when chalkboards were still being used oh, so it was a while the, ago the one about apples no that wasn't the math problem i solved the math problem and i went up to a guy he had no idea what i was talking about and i said i solved that math problem how do you like them apples and he was like why are we talking about apples and then i was like i'm starting a business it's called apple and he was like that already exists I'm done with this bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Fuck. That was good. That was that was really on the fly. I was like, where is he going with Don't bring this? up the fly. Don't bring up the fly. It's still flying around at Broad Friends. Let's talk about Apple. Oh my god. I'm so uncomfortable right now. What a segue. This might be our best segue ever. Yeah, it's so it's Mac OS eleven now. I for me personally, um I've been more of a Windows person. Uh, I've had a Mac for a long time. Obviously, like when we were in um, in school, they had Macs. Our school had a partnership with Apple, mm-hmm. so like most of the computer labs had Macs. Um, when you get to the high school, they give you a MacBook. I guess they started giving MacBook Pros eventually. I think that was my senior year because they were they were giving us the white um, polycarbonate MacBooks before that. Yep. Um, but I don't know that I ever, like, I don't really remember a time where I didn't use Mac OS 10. So it's like, it's that old. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe, I guess maybe I used one of the old iMacs with like the colorful shell on the back. Maybe one of those didn't have Mac OS 10, but anyway, that, that's been kind of a big deal. They're now, it's like a, it's a, it's a, they're turning a stone here. Um, and with that, they're kind of doing this whole design change. Um, it's it's funny when a subtle design change for Apple can be massive, mm-hmm. because I mean, if you if you squint really hard, you can't really tell the difference between uh, what are we on Catalina, yeah. yeah, and Big Sur. But it's really taking some of the design cues from iOS. So, like, the dock looks more like the iOS dock. You've got a control center. Well, I guess 
no, I guess you didn't have a control center before, but now there's a control center that you can customize and like you turn Wi-Fi on and off from there. Everything's a lot softer. Um, so it's really cool. Um, I was watching, I watched some of the event on uh, Tuesday. Um, and it was, it was interesting. This is probably the first Mac OS I didn't beta test for. Um, I have an old 2009 polycarbonate MacBook that I've kept alive all these years. And I had it updated to Catalina, but I had to do some creative um, work there to get that to actually go on. Mm-hmm. So I haven't, I haven't played with it yet. So I'm really excited for tomorrow. Um, but based off the event they had on, on Tuesday, it's really based off of um, Apple's new laptops, new computers, not just laptops that are using their own silicon. So they're making their own processors and such now. Right. Um, so as far as I can tell, it's really just kind of like a design overhaul. There's obviously like battery life, even if you're using like the Intel Macs, which Microsoft, uh, Microsoft now I did it. Um, How's it feel? Said they're, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get one of those weird Discord rants again where I get real psycho. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So they, they basically said they're not selling some of the Intel-based Macs now, which is what I have, and I got my MacBook this year. So that's a little disappointing. I wonder mm-hmm. what that means for me. <laughs> um, but it's, there's, there's a little bit of a performance boost for all Macs. Uh, big battery boost. I think that's that's one of the big things. Safari is getting redone, finally. I love Safari. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite browsers. Um. But man, it just feels so dated sometimes. Like I oh, feel for like sure. looking at Safari in 2020 is the same as it looks like when the first time I used a Mac in 2008 or whatever. Yep, for the most part. Um, some some subtle changes over the years, but uh, yeah, it's funny because I just I like just finally made the jump probably like two years ago, maybe last year. Um, I had used Safari forever, and then I finally was just like, I'm just gonna start using Google Chrome because mm-hmm. I can like have my Google account set up to it and everything, right? Um, Password storing, that's what gets me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I have an Android phone. like Right, yeah. So, but I literally just got off of it. I was like, I'm holding on to Safari. You're, you're, the, you're the Mac way. And then I was like, eh, okay, I'm switching. And now they're yeah. up, like updating it and everything. So Say I'm, lovey. I'm excited. I'm excited about that. It's supposed to be uh, pretty snappy from what I've heard from people who have uh, beta tested it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the aesthetic of all this is is really clean and really nice, mm-hmm. as it normally is with Apple. That's like the one thing that I typically think they do just so well is they just make stuff look nice. They always try to make stuff look as clean as possible, um, which is important. Um mm-hmm. I'm looking at like some like screenshots of like things like the all new notification center. And it is worth noting that in this notification center, there's a message from a Michelle. I can't read the last name, but there's a hey with like seven Y's. So that means she oh. wants the dick. So oh. interesting that they would put that in there. That's a little little uh, adult humor that that Apple slips in from time to time. They're very <laughs> Disney in that way. <laughs> um but yeah this is uh it's cool like you said it's like wow we're making it's like a huge jump we're going from 10 
to 11. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. that seems small, but like obviously in tech and everything um, with updates and all that kind of stuff, that that is a really huge milestone um, and an exciting one for sure. Yeah, I'm, it'll, it'll be cool. I'm excited. Like I'm sure the pictures on like the Apple website don't do it justice. Um, I'm sure it's going to be really nice. Like even if I think they're changing some of the default font, like the system font, like Apple has been like that. That's really like what made Apple big was like the attention to detail, even all the way down to typography. Like mm-hmm. if for Apple, we wouldn't have, we likely wouldn't have all these different fonts. And exactly. Like, the processors. like that was a Steve Jobs thing. Oh, Steve. Um, so I think that's, I think it's going to be cool. I do like in the top right hand corner, the new, like, like even the new design for like the battery and the Wi-Fi. like, it's just, it's a little subtle change, but I feel like it just looks a whole lot cleaner. Yep. Having the control center will be really nice. That's something that like, for me, like going back and forth between a windows PC and an Android phone and then my MacBook. um, which I primarily use my MacBook for like podcast related things and research for the podcast. Um, and sometimes I use it for my online classes. Um, it's kind of hard for me to not have that. Like if I need to turn <clears throat> like, um, I, and I'll go into this with my watchdog story, but I played stadia almost exclusively on my MacBook this week and mm-hmm. like trying to turn Bluetooth on and off to get it to connect to my controller was a couple more steps than it is in other operating systems. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I tried to do some research on like, if this does anything for gaming on a Mac, um, just to kind of get it to get it to relate to the podcast a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't really seem like it. There's a couple changes to Apple arcade and, um, game center i think that's what it's still called like uh, and achievements and things like that right um which is cool uh i had apple arcade for a little bit it was fun not a lot of the games were really designed to be played on a mac though they're mostly designed for ipad yeah but still uh cool something that needs some work but um i'm excited um there's just something about a mac update and the fact that it's free. Yeah. Um, well, you already pay uh, an arm and a leg to get into the ecosystem, so. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I got, I'm fortunate because I bought my MacBook from a friend uh, for really cheap. But, I mean, it's getting to the point with PCs too, like my Surface Book was $1,200. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I'm sure, I don't think, if Microsoft were to continue the way it was, I have to pay another 100 bucks for a software upgrade in the future. I don't think that's the way that Microsoft is moving. I think it's going to more of an Apple model where it's just um, kind of more modular updates every year. Right. But, um, yeah, it's exciting. Um, I don't know how many times I've said, but yeah, it's exciting in this podcast, but I feel like it's been a lot. <laughs> But yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> but yeah, it's what can I say? It's exciting. Uh, it is. <laughs> no, you're right. And like, um, you know, I'm more in the Apple ecosystem. I have an iPhone as well. And like, you know, when they do big um, 
you know, updates to the, the iOS and stuff, you know, you kind of said that there's always something about a, a Mac update that's just like something to look forward to because they, they find they find the little things that you don't think matter to, to change and they change them. And, you know, there's always the obviously adapting to that. But as soon as you do, you can't even imagine what it was like before that. It's, mm-hmm. They do such a good job of that. Seriously. Um, but yeah, like, so you said, you know, uh, about how, like, you think that, um, this can kind of like help and like you were, you were already playing watchdogs on it, um, through stadia and everything. How, how was that? And like, kind of like give, give your, uh, review, I guess is the best way to put it of how watchdogs and how stadia is going. I realized kind of the um, dissonance that I have in the video game world or um, I guess uh, a lack of an allegiance because I realized when I was playing Stadia I was playing on a Google service on my Apple computer I've been I've only played it on my phone and my MacBook this week using an Xbox controller and a Sony headset. There you go. Look at you. You had I, to try to do that. I don't know because that's the only equipment <laughs> I have. I've like I've wanted to get the Stadia controller uh-huh. for Stadia games, mostly because of switching devices is a pain in the ass with Bluetooth. Right. That controller's Wi-Fi. It just connects to your account, and like you can only have one instance of Stadia open anyway. Mm-hmm. So it just knows to control your instance. It doesn't matter what device you're on. Um, but I'm like, is that worth the six? I think it's seventy dollars for that controller. They, I, had yeah. on, they had one on sale last week, two weeks ago, for like fifty bucks, and I'm kicking myself for not picking one up. But I knew that like the Xbox and the PlayStation were coming out, so I was like, I, I don't want to spend that kind of money right the now. Extra, yeah. Um. Uh, it's been it's been really good. I chose my MacBook um, mostly because of the screen. Okay. Because uh, just it's you know it's a Mac. It's got a great screen. Of course, uh, yeah. My, my Surface does too, but um, the ratio on the Surface is kind of weird. Like the screen ratio, I forget what it is, but get it's, it's more square. Was it? What was that? I said get ratioed. <laughs> it was what a bad joke. Actually, uh, no, I, I know. I just I'm not I'm not um, lit enough as to yeah. say to know what that means. Get ratioed means uh, you had a snarky comment, uh, like you say something like, "I already got my PS5," and then that gets like 30 likes, and then somebody responds to that and goes, "Yeah, well, my mom and dad don't love me," and people think that's funnier, so more people like that. And if a re- if basically if a reply gets more likes than the original post or, you know, so on, that's called getting ratioed. You've peaked. I mean, you you bet it. You you <laughs> fuck. You betcha. Ha, ratioed. Yeah, exactly. People like that more than you you bet it better. Whatever I said. Um, I'm so hip. I get it. I'm in with the kids. <laughs> So, yeah, using the Mac, I can certainly understand that Mac screens are very nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I've been I've been using that. Um, it's, it's been really good. 
there have it's basically when I first started playing it, I noticed during like fast driving scenes or like if I get into combat and then mm-hmm. start shooting at me, it got um, a little laggy for about like two seconds and okay. then it would fix itself and then it would be fine. Um, I've noticed as I've played, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't played in like a day or so, so I'm going to go back in and see if it's like out of my mind now. I don't know if I just like started getting used to it and ignoring it. Um, but or if it, really it just got that, better. What was that? Or if it like just got better. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it could fluctuate with my internet. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed it. I find for me, I do a lot better on a bigger screen. Like I can just stay a little more invested. Like I'll play on my phone if like that's the best I have, but there's just like being on a bigger screen. It's just easier for me to like actually like fall into the game rather than knowing I'm playing a game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it worked really well. I mean, the one thing I notice when like my internet is, is, is great and there's no issues, the frame rate, it just it, technically the hardware that's on a Stadia server blade is better than uh, the PS4 Pro or even like the Xbox One X. Um, obviously, it degrades a little bit because um, of Wi-Fi, but it, it, it's really smooth. I feel like I'm getting higher frames playing on Stadia, and um, it'll be cool. I know at this point they haven't. They're, they're, Stadia is going to upgrade their servers like to basically match the new generation. So like it'll have ray tracing and everything like that. But I've I've enjoyed it. I haven't really missed playing it on a console like i haven't had a moment that i've said this was kind of a waste i should have just waited and bought it for console so this would have been better on console yeah like that's that's awesome yeah i will say too my other issue i've had is using a bluetooth controller i've had a couple instances and it's weird i don't know if this is just a stadia thing because i don't think this has ever happened to me playing xcloud but I've noticed that, like, sometimes my, like, camera would just start spinning out of control and there's nothing I can do about it um, until I, like, restart my controller. Hmm. Um, and it's not, like, drift or anything. You can just tell, like, it's yeah. not picking up. Like, nothing's responsive because if you hit the, like, the Xbox button on a controller and you're playing Stadia, like, it brings up a menu. Right. Like, a whole menu kind of thing. And like that wasn't working. That's happened to me two or three times now. Um, not a not a ton, um, but I almost wonder. Like, I'm sure that's something that'd be a lot better if like I'd have a lot better experience if I were using the actual Stadia controller. Right. That would definitely be something that that would be definitely something interesting to kind of like double back on eventually to kind of see like because like right now if if it, if we can assume that it would be better with the Stadia controller then like. It's a minor inconvenience to not have to pay the money to get the Stadia controller. If it's a issue that spans both, then that's an issue. Like and like more than just you know a, ba- a basic inconvenience, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I I enjoy it. I'm excited for. So I've said in the I think the 
the first podcast or the, the last podcast was the first time I said it, but I got the new Chromecast that like it used Google TV instead of like, yeah, I'm excited for Stadia to come to that. And once it does, then I'll get the Stadia controller. Makes sense. I just think that will be a really good experience. Like I'm sure the best experience for Stadia is using their air quote premier edition, which is the Chromecast ultra and then the controller. I'm sure that is the best experience. I just don't want to buy that right now, considering I have the new Chromecast. They said support will come out in 2021. Um, and then I'll get the controller next time it's on sale. I'm sure it'll be on sale for Black Friday. Maybe I'll get it then. Right, or like right um, around the holidays, last last second stuff that goes on sale. So right. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you kicking yourself right now, but I'm sure you won't be in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and I've I've enjoyed my experience the way I have been playing it. Just you know, on my MacBook. Um, it's nice too because you it's kind of nice to have the limitation. Like if you have the Chromecast Ultra, I think that's the only way you can get like true 4K um resolution is if you use that. Okay. So I don't feel like I'm missing out if I like play in my office, for example, where I have a really nice monitor, but it's not 4K. I think it's still only it might be it might be 1440 um but it's nice to like be able to have it in my office because at this point i only have like my ps3 and my 360 in here and they're not even set up frankly um so it's nice to be able to play in like a game in my office like if justine is using the downstairs tv where my xbox one and my ps4 are um it's cool too. Like I had one instance this week where I was playing, I think I was playing in my living room on my laptop and I wanted to go up to my office, but I didn't feel like moving my MacBook. I needed it downstairs for some reason. I don't remember what. Um, so I just left it there, signed into Stadia on my phone and the game was right where I left off. Um, my MacBook at that point, I just had to switch my Xbox controller over to my phone. Okay. That's dope. Yeah, and like if you have the CD controller, that's not an issue. Like I said, right. Because you don't have to switch controllers; it's just there. Um, it's just nice. It's like I'm sure it's like the Nintendo Switch effect. Like just having the freedom. I don't know how many people like actually have to do that. Like they have it hooked up to their living room TV, and then they quickly like need to go into another room, or they need to poop or whatever. Yeah, undock it. Yeah. Yeah. And just keep going. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's. It's, it's been a good experience. I'm excited for um, streaming to hopefully kind of um, get some traction. We had a conversation with someone else today, our friend Mike, who got the premiere edition for free because he's a YouTube, uh, what is it, premium, red, mm-hmm. red tube, you. Or... Nope, nope, Pornhub. Oh, oh okay. But he got it for free. So, like, that's cool. Like, that's a good way to get people into the ecosystem. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I said, I think that it should be cheaper. I, I don't think that. I don't. I don't. I think that even if Google were to sell the Chromecast and the controller for 60, 50, 60, 70 bucks, somewhere in there, I still mm-hmm. think they're going to make money on it. But. You know, if you do that, you get people into the ecosystem. People are probably more likely to pay the ten bucks a month for 
the Stadia Pro subscription, and that's recurring income, recurring revenue, right? Um, which you know is nice to have. I mean, that's why everything has gone to the subscription model, and it's good for investors too. I mean, you know, if Google needs funding, which you know they don't, obviously, but like that looks really good. Um, and I think you're going to have a hard time keeping up with Microsoft where you're basically just paying for the subscription and you get all these other ancillary benefits. Um, and you're Google and you're charging people, yeah, $10 less a month, but you know, you still have to pay the extra hundred dollars to get in, which, right. you know, for some people it's not a lot, but some people are also skeptical. They don't want to spend a hundred dollars on this shit and then not be able to use it. Right. If I owned a game streaming company, I would give the equipment out for free at this point because it's so unproven. I mean, it's really an early adopter market, but I think you're really going to push it if you are actually enabling people to to get in. Get in. Yep, for sure. Hey, well, maybe they'll listen to this and they'll they'll take they'll take notes. You know, maybe. Um, so yeah, I'll continue playing Watch Dogs. I'll uh, probably probably play a lot. You know, this weekend, starting well today. If today is Thursday, um, and and we'll see. I'll let you know if I have any more other issues. I probably won't harp on it too much. I'm trying to have other content than cloud, but like, <laughs> it's impossible, like said, dude. It's the future of gaming. It's the future of gaming. Well, I'm excited because in other future of gaming aspects, like there's a chance that by the time we record the next podcast, you'll have had. You know, at least a day or two with the Series X, hopefully, as long as that all goes through. Um, and, uh, you know, and or potentially the PS5. Um, and next week, tentatively, uh, we're going to have your brother uh, on to talk about his, um, you know, first impressions uh, as he gets his, since he was lucky enough to land a uh, pre-order. Yeah, and he was, he actually just texted me right when we started this. He was a little concerned because, like, he hadn't gotten any notification that it shipped. Mm -hmm. He pre ordered his. Um, Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be something that we see. We we may see the orders, you know, take, they may not come on launch day. That was something that a lot of people have said. Um, You know, I don't know where he got his. Did he get his through Target? Target, yeah. So I don't know if they have made that announcement that you may have to wait um, a day or two or if. You know, they've continued to just operate under the guise of, you know, you'll get it on launch day. But, yeah, that is something to kind of keep in mind. This is obviously unprecedented times and, you know, uh, it's a huge moment in these circumstances. So. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I know I read a lot of people, too, were like getting the notification that their stuff shipped like late the day before it came out and then it still got there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can say, so I can, I can attest to that. So I pre-ordered the service duo and I, I pre-ordered it pretty late. I mean, I finally pulled the trigger on it like the week of, so like I wasn't expecting it to come on launch day. I, that, that would have been my bad. I, I took a long time to decide if I was going to buy it or not. Right. Um, and I got the notification at like 5 PM the day before it launched saying that it was shipped 
And it said expedited shipping everything, but it said like two to three days. I got it the next morning. It was there by 10 a.m. It was insane. There you go. It like literally went from, I think it was like Kentucky to Indianapolis <laughs> to um, Pittsburgh to Harrisburg and then finally to my house. There you Just go. Insane. Logistics is so interesting. Yeah. That is, it's always fun to watch like the tracking of something and like see like where it bounced around to. Yeah, so hopefully he gets it in time. It'd be cool to like have a comparison if yeah, I do be mine, and then he gets his in time. Um, and he's actually going to be over this week. He'll be over Tuesday, Tuesday of next week because we're taking an online uh, Adobe Illustrator class together through local okay. college here. So maybe I'll see if he has extra time to like bring it over, and we can do some side by side comparisons. That'd be dope. That'd be really cool. And uh, yeah, so at the at the very least, hopefully next week, if not, I'm sure in the coming weeks, we'll be able to kind of all give uh, first impressions because fingers crossed that I can land one. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's I think that's it. Uh, do you have a game that's coming out? We, we kind of just got through this huge, um, you know, release window. So a lot of games mm. just got got pushed out. But um, anything that catches your eye in this coming week? I didn't. It seems like everything is coming out by the twelfth. Looking at the list here, um, I only see two games coming out on the thirteenth, um, and I'm not excited for either of them. I'm excited for the one, Kingdom Hearts. No, Call of Duty, in the hopes of uh, watching people. Um, say that it's the worst call of duty have you ever noticed this happens every time a call of duty comes out like right at the beginning they'll say it's the best call of duty that's ever come out and then about nine months into the life cycle it becomes the worst call of duty to ever come out yeah um because i feel like a lot of people loved warzone and uh which one was this this was just modern warfare again is that what it was called it's called call of duty modern warfare again yeah but it wasn't it was a different game right (laughs) Um, I feel I felt like people were pretty high on it when it first came out, and I don't know if that's just because like certain things were slightly better than the the last one. But that's always a fun uh, life cycle to watch, in my opinion. Um, you know, because it's for the most part your Call of Duties and then like your sports games, especially uh, games that come out every year, right? right. Uh, tend to kind of suffer from from some fatigue, and they just kind of reskin and all that stuff. Um, but but yeah, that's 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 what I'm excited for. I like to watch the world burn, though. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> I I'm excited to see. I, I probably won't get it. I told myself I'd probably get Modern Warfare as well when it came out because like the story actually looked good. Like the online looked similar to what we had played in like Modern Warfare Two and and the original Black Ops. Mm-hmm. I just never pulled the trigger on it. Just, right. I it I, I there are other games I want to play. This one looks interesting because it's like the same Black Ops. It's 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 the flashback, like the historic Black Ops timeline, which is cool. I prefer that. Mm-hmm. Um, the futuristic shit just got to me. Like, if I wanted to play a game like that, I would play Halo or like Killzone because Killzone would come out um, with the PS4. Like, I'd rather play a game like that than Call of Duty. Right, because Call of Duty so. had set itself up as like this realistic or time of the time or whatever right like yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, we kind of just hit a lull. Like, you know, we, we there's not a ton. Um, you know, we basically the past two weeks where a lot came out. And then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, look at this week. I mean, if you look at the list, like you get all the PS... Um, all the PS5 games that are coming out, which is just insane. Um, right. A couple of Xbox games sprinkled in here. Assassin's games that are basically Creed. like getting ported and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Watch Dogs. Oh, interesting. I guess that makes sense. Never mind, I'm stupid. I, I see. I saw Watch Dogs Legion for PS5 comes out. Uh-huh. Launch day. I was like, oh, I thought that was out already. And it is out for... Yeah. Series X and S, like, and it's out. Road. It's out for it's out for uh, current gen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and it's just cloud gaming. Exactly. That was that was what that was that was end of October because I'm pretty sure we both picked that as our. Maybe we didn't. I don't remember. Whatever. I think it was yeah something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna look back that far. Um. One more thing, and maybe I won't have to talk about cloud gaming next week fucking um, promise i'll fucking try dude <laughs> as of <laughs> uh as of yesterday ea play is on game pass which is pretty cool it added a massive amount of games like basically any major ea game that has come out in this generation past generation and the generation before that holy shit yeah it's a ton of games and i saw uh the new star wars game is going to be on there which I think is getting well. Any any game you play on the new generation is going to be upscaled. But that was a game I actually wanted to play. Mm-hmm. But again, just not high on my priority list. It probably would have just fallen to the wayside. But now that I don't have to pay for it, and I'll be able to play it on Series X if I do, in fact, actually get it. That'd be dope. Um, that's really exciting. That game looked really cool. They're killing it, dude. Like man, they just keep they keep they they don't miss, as the kids say. That's another. Lingo for you. Okay. Oh, oh, all right, Boomer. <laughs> all right, let's get you to bed. Um, all right, I think that does it. That's it for this episode. Uh, episode eight. Thank you guys for listening and continuing to listen. We do appreciate it. Um, again, you can find us over on Twitter. Mike is at the Mike Heiner, right? That's it. That's at the, the douchebag and. I am at the Basement Gamer, also known as the Douchebag Two. Um, nice. okay. <laughs> love I wasn't alone. Putting the in front of, like I am the, the you. Turnover so, chain. Yep, yep. Get the get the turnover chain out. Um, but yeah. Uh, thanks again, and uh, as always, any reviews, shares, uh. You know, whatever they they all do go a, a long way they're all very very appreciated and um we appreciate you and we'll talk to you next week